Hi listeners, you have to check out this game. It's the most innovative shooter I've played in years. Super yeah. hot. <laughs> <laughs> we can get, we you can almost do it yourself. Welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I am Justin. I'm Darren. And today we are going to be talking about Super Hot. This is probably a game that most of you have heard of. I would gather that a lot of you have played it, but if you haven't, recommendation. Would you recommend it? Absolutely. I recommended it to you, I think. Yes, you did. I would recommend it. I do have some reservations about it. Essentially, the fact that it is at this point a fairly short game. Even first playthrough was four hours for me, but I haven't done everything. There are these extra challenges and endless modes that I've not explored very much. So that would definitely add a bit to the gameplay, but actual base, like storyline, about four hours is probably going to get you. And I feel like a lot of people might get through it a bit faster because there are a few levels that I struggled with that I think that you just went right through and had no problem with. I, I had problems with some of them, yeah, for sure. I, I think I told you, like, I was asking, have you done the elevator level yet? That was, I, but you seemed to get through that much quicker than I did. I yeah. was stuck there for, it seemed like a, a day. <laughs> Yeah, about the fourth time. It's a tough level, I, I get it. Yeah. The basic mechanic of this game is essentially that as you stop and think, so does time. Well, I would I would hazard to say that that's not exactly true. I would say that it slows down quite a lot to give you time to think. Yeah, it, it's definitely still moving, because you can see the bullets slowly moving towards yeah, you. Yeah, which is one of the frustrations I had with the game. I understand, but it's a mechanic that's interesting that has been done in other games, but I haven't seen it done as the central mechanic of a game before. And so I found that very interesting and it does seem very new and kind of special. And it has an aesthetic that is very simple. Yeah, because I remember playing this when it came out and it came out as a, like a, it was a like a browser-based FPS game that was just on, on online and this was like way back in like 2013 and it really struck me as interesting because well a the mechanic i'd, I'd never seen I'd, I'd never really seen a mechanic like that before like where time stops and then moves when you move like wh where have you seen that before not exactly that but the incredible slowdown of time so that you can I like max pain style bullet time stuff yes or blood rain there was a special power you could turn on at times to make everything slow down incredibly so that as you're moving, you can be thinking about what to do next. Right, okay. It wasn't quite to the level that Super Hot does it. And I think that that's part of what Super Hot does is it takes this mechanic that we've seen in some other games, intensifies it, and makes it the central part of the game, essentially. Right, right. But yeah, so it was... I liked that mechanic... I loved how it was so minimal, but again, it was minimal because it was part of that seven-day FPS uh, competition. So they only had seven days to make this game, essentially. But then, obviously, they've they've reworked. If you go back and look at the original browser one and what they've made for the paid version, there's a huge difference in quality. But it's essentially the same thing. It's just I don't know how to describe the people. They they look like candy apples to me. <laughs> They're essentially glass. Yeah. Yeah, and they shatter like glass, which is amazing. I love that. I like they've got everything down. The sound is great. The the whole look is great. Interestingly, though, for a game like this, no soundtrack. There's no music in the whole game, and I don't know if that's just was like a a budget 
thing or if that was a conscious decision. But yeah, there's absolutely no music in the game. I think part of that might be in the fact that it would go against the fact that we are slowing down time. Would the music stop every time? And that would be kind of irritating to listen to. That's true, yeah. I wonder if they tried it and realized this just wouldn't work. (laughs) I think that's all I've got for a recommendation. I definitely recommend it. Our spoiler section this time is not that much of a spoiler. The, The story for this game, I would say, is kind of basic. You see it coming. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess before we go into the spoiler territory, if this is hopefully out before the expansion comes out, if you own this game, if you buy this game now before the uh, Mind Control Delete expansion comes out, then you get it for free. So buy Super Hot, get Mind Control Delete for free. Mind Control Delete is going to be kind of, from what we understand, a standalone story, but a DLC, so you need the original game in order to play it. I think so, yeah. And so, but if you don't buy Super Hot, and because Mind Control Delete is in kind of beta testing right now, you can actually buy it right now on Steam, but they're not finished it yet. But once it's completed and once they release it, like in its entirety, then if you don't already own Super Hot, then you need to buy both of them. So get it now and you get a free game, essentially. Do you know when it comes out? It, no, they, they just said it comes out sometime this year. Okay. So... 2018. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening to this like in 2025, 20, it's like... I don't know why I said that either. Delete that. Yeah, by by, by 2025, control. it'll probably be on sale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It'll be, part, be tier one of the Humble Bundle for a dollar. So, we recommend it, I would say, with some reservations, but the four-hour gameplay that I talked about becomes a little bit less of an issue when you're talking about getting the extra game in there as well. All right, so if you're with us still, Mm -hmm. you're in the spoiler section. If you don't want them, come back later. The first part, though, is is barely spoiler, honestly. We we could have kept that to this. Like I said, the story is quite basic and small, so we could have just had the tiniest spoiler section at all. But I just didn't want us to be limited on, I don't know, always having to watch what we say, depending. The first thing I want to talk about is just the weapons. List them quickly. You've got your fist. You've got a handgun, which I like because I feel like you get the most shots out of it. It's kind of one of the, the longest use weapons. as one of the earliest ones that you get. The shotgun, where you typically only get two shots. Yeah, it's just a double barrel shotgun. The rifle, which fires far more times than I often was aiming for. <laughs> but I think, again, that's because of the playing around with time. I think there's part of an achievement for that as well. If you can kill three or four bad guys in one burst, you get an achievement. (laughs) There's the baseball bat, the sword. Yeah, the katana is Mm -hmm. pretty awesome. And you can also throw any weapon or any kind of black object at someone. So there's all sorts of things like billiards, stuff that you can throw at them, bottles, mugs, like just all kinds of random statues. Flasks, weird stuff, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What do you think? You talked to me before about, you said that when you had played the first time, the baseball bat was indestructible. Yeah, I, like, when when I went back, unless I'm remembering this wrong, but when I went back to try it out again, it seems like they'd upped the difficulty because there was this cage fight and basically you punch someone, you get their baseball bat, but as soon as you hit someone, it's like broken in half. Mm. And you hit someone again and it's in shards and then you you got to just throw it away. 
I found that really irritating. That never happened. I'm pretty sure that never happened before. I don't know if I'm just imagining that. And that cage fight was way more difficult. I walked through that the first time, easy peasy. This time, it took me about 10 goes to escape out of that. So yeah, you were saying they've done the same for the katana as well. I'm, to be honest, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Because I never kept the katana long enough on any of those levels. I either used the katana so quickly, they were short, that I wouldn't have lost it. Or it seemed so crazy that at some point I had to throw it away in order to stop somebody from killing me. Right, yeah. (laughs) So I'm not the best player. I know I'm not the best player. I just kind of wanted to get through it. Yeah. I didn't want to get through it again and again. I didn't want to speed run it. I just wanted to get through. I'm the same. I, I, I don't really try for those achievements stuff. There's I think there's there's a lot of achievements for, the, for, for that game. There's one that I'm pretty sure where you have to even cut bullets in half with the katana. <laughs> there is one where you have to stop a bullet with a bullet, yeah. but I luckily got that one somehow. I think I got that by accident as well. <laughs> <laughs> Some people might be wondering why we've chosen this game to talk about today. It at first might seem like it's not really the typical game that we would talk about, but essentially this game is a 3D puzzle. Yeah, it's an FPS puzzle game, pretty much. It's essentially what you would often have in a 2D puzzler, but now it's 3D, and you have so much more options because... Of just just getting that extra access to play around with. Yeah, I mean, I would almost... I know this is probably a terrible comparison, but I would almost compare it to that Friday the 13th game. No, I was thinking the same thing, honestly. The way that it has to be perfect. The way you have to... Be in certain areas at certain times. Yeah. Exactly. The way you have to plan your moves ahead of time. It's much like that, except I would say this one's a lot more fun. Mm. Because it has that extra element and you're also more immersed in this game so i i did really enjoy a lot of times in this game but i did also have a lot of really frustrating times in this game yeah i mean if you're not a fan of dying over and over again this is not the game for you <laughs> right let's talk about the story basically starts with you typing a message out to a friend who says, hey, have you seen this game? And so you try it. And I did find this to be an interesting way to do the dialogue through kind of a text chat, but also my text chat. I had to push buttons, but I wasn't really controlling what the word said. Yeah, I like that. Because when I first saw that, I was very confused. What am I going to say? How am I going to say it? And then I started pushing buttons and then the message appeared. What I think is really brilliant about that is that actually becomes part of the story. And the fact that the further you get into the story, the words are just appearing for you. And our, I guess, character, our character is also saying, I'm not controlling these words. And so later when your friend wants the password that you have and you know, the, I don't know, what, what would we call them? Is there a, I mean, is not a secret organization? I don't know what we would call them, I guess. They're, whatever the yeah. the organization is the organization, behind yeah. Super Hot within the game is taking over and telling us, well, not even telling us what to say. They're basically typing out for us. Yeah. And so every time our character tries to type, I'm not even writing these words, it gets erased and replaced with what they want us to say to him and to stop him. And they essentially want us to stop playing, which I found very confusing then in the story later when they basically want us to keep playing and then help them out in a way and also spread the word so that more people become 
part of this group. Yeah. So I don't know why they wanted to stop me. It seems like they would want as many people as possible. And then they changed their mind. Yeah. So I did find that a bit confusing. The game seems very random at first. I think our character even says something to the tune of, I'm just killing these red guys. Yeah, he's like, I was in a parking lot. I was in this place. I was in that place. No idea what's going on. Yeah, it's just totally random. I mean, I think... Yeah, do you think that's that's them just covering for the fact that the game is fairly random? <laughs> yeah, it's a smart way to read. Just this game is so random. Well, that's part of the story now. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, if anything, it's almost like they're using this this software as like to make people into drones. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. So it's almost. I mean, I think the reason that maybe they asked you to stop playing is because you've hacked into like a top secret kind of program. And you started using it, but then they're actually realizing, oh, you're actually the guy we've been looking for, and you're you can handle this, and you're good at this, and you've taken out so many of our guys already. So, yeah, that's they they want you to to bring you in. And maybe maybe that explains why they changed their mind. Okay, we're essentially told that the game isn't a game, and at one point we see ourselves playing the game with a kind of VR headset. I think, yeah, which leads to us later having to kill ourselves, which totally puts us in the system, I guess. But I think what they were trying to imply, my takeaway from that, was that the entire time, it wasn't just a game. We were actually out there killing people. And that was kind of the point where the story tells you, no, those random things were actual situations. I guess, I don't know. It's, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I totally... I mean, that's what I mean. It's like they're creating... Yeah, like human drones to go out and assassinate people. But later, we're essentially, as I said before, we're indoctrinated into the super hot cult or organization, which I think is really clever the way they do it, because then it leads right into their kind of advertising ploy to get us to spread the word in a very simple way. This is a company that understands how video game communities work, and I think they've done that very, very well. I really enjoyed that. I mean, even even in real life as well. So, like, if you go to the the, the review page, are all oh, this is the most innovative funeral <laughs> I've ever played. You know, it's just people are taking that brainwashing thing and using it in real life marketing. It's genius in a way how they've created that. Yeah, though I didn't get it at first because I was about halfway through the game and you sent me that message on Steam. <laughs> and I, well, yeah, it is pretty great, but and I start going off because I didn't realize what you were getting at because I hadn't. I hadn't finished I got there it. Yet. Yeah. But I, I like the story. Honestly, I would have liked more to it or a bit more, I think, coherence to it. If they're trying to say that we are actually killing people in the real world, I think some small things, seeing a screen of a news report of people being shot in a parking garage mm. after we had just finished the parking garage might have been a good part to it. I'm not sure what they were trying to do with the levels where they're essentially trying to dissuade us from playing. There was the cage, essentially, the kind of prison where there's a lot of guys around the top, all shooting, and you have to try and avoid getting shot, which I was able to do for a very long time, it felt. But then eventually I got shot, and then the game progressed. (laughs) I'm not sure what they were really trying to do with some of those levels. Did you get what they were doing what did what did you think how would you fill in the gap yeah i think it was just 
what I was just talking about before. Like, I think it's like a boot camp. Like, you know, it's the, they're the drill sergeants and they're, they're telling you you're not good enough. You should just quit. You need to get out of here. We're going to, you shouldn't play anymore because you're not up to, you're, you're not up to the mark. But that makes you want to do more and, 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 and go deeper into the game. So you're like, no, no I, I'm going to take on all of you. You know, you, you, you take on that superhero kind of guys, I guess. And, but yeah, I think that's what it is. I think they're just trying to, they're not really trying to, they're not actually saying, oh yeah, you should quit. They're like, how far can we push this recruit? Hmm. I think it was someone on Polygon that referred to this game as being as close to being John Wick as possible. That's a good, that's a good uh, analysis. And I had heard that long before I'd ever played it, and it feels very accurate, doesn't it? I mean, the idea of being able to think so quickly that you can do things like throw your gun at somebody that knocks the gun out of their hand that you can grab and shoot somebody else before that first person has even fallen. Yeah. And yeah, that's very John Wick-like, which if you haven't seen John Wick and you like action, why haven't you seen it, right? <laughs> Go see that movie. But I love that concept. I really do. But it, there are some weaknesses to the game. Well, but yeah, before we get into the kind of bad points, uh, the negative aspects, like, they, I, thought, I thought the level designs were all really well done. You know, they're simple, but they feel very intuitive. Like, throwing your weapons around to get other people's weapons, it flows really well. The game has a, is really smooth. But I really like how you can see where enemies are spawning. Like, the, the doorways glow red, and you know, okay, the next wave is coming from this direction. I can get ready. It doesn't try to cheap shot you that much. I mean, there are some... You know, I, ha I have a disagreement, but I'll go in the weakness section. So... By all means, continue. Yeah, so uh, I think it doesn't try to cheap shot you. It gives you some time to, to get ready. It does back you into a corner sometime where it feels like you're being funneled into a direction that you can't escape from. But I don't know if that's just because maybe you made the wrong decision and you shouldn't be going in that direction in the first place. Because I think that in this game, there, because it's, it's fluid and it's 3D, you can do almost anything. So I think, once you start going in the wrong direction, when you stop moving, time s starts to speed up. Uh, did you notice that, yeah? Like, yeah, if you're in the wrong area doing the wrong thing, it'll just kill you. As It'll kill you quicker. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. I'm pretty sure. It felt like that to me. Like, if I was if I was going in the wrong direction, the game tried to write me by killing me quicker, almost. Saying, nope, another way. But, no, I, I love the level design. I love the action. I, lo I love the words that flash up on the screen, like as the levels come on like the the even just the tutorial like pick up the gun you know i just love the style of like the and the sounds like as the words flash up on the screen like it's subliminal imaging almost yeah it's a good game uh, i think it's i think it's well designed and it uh deserves to have won that competition but so let's have it then what's what i think i know what you're gonna say for negatives but i've got my own few as well all right let's talk about a few so the first would be the shortness of the game i felt for two reasons. One, just for the price point, it seems a bit short for that, based on like our, our typical kind of formula for what we use for that. But like you said, if there's this extra kind of DLC or standalone DLC that's coming out that will be included for anybody who has it, that's that's pretty great. And again, this is a company that seems to, or developers that seem to understand the gaming community. That's the type of thing that we want. We want more content. Thank you. Yeah. And I think they might also appreciate the fact that they do know the the base version of this game is short. And that's fine. There's something to that, though, of when you are innovative, when you are 
different, you can get away with that. My biggest problem with it being short is the incredibly quick learning curve you have to do. I feel that it doesn't always scaffold you up to the next level. Some things like that elevator seem to come out of nowhere and you have to do it many times, you said, to get it. Yeah. I think I got it quickly because I just got so frustrated that I just started punching everyone and that seemed to work. <laughs> yeah, for that elevator, I think you have to punch the right person. I, you have to circle around the back of them and then just start punching everybody Yeah, but you've got to start with the right guy in the beginning that was hard for me to find because I just couldn't I couldn't find it or I was in the wrong I was in the wrong area wrong position something like that it's one thing where I think a longer game would give you more time to build up to that and to build each thing into it to give a slightly better tutorial on each weapon perhaps as well I think one of the problems I have with the weapons, well, story-wise, it makes very little sense that, for example, one of our enemies could shoot with us pretty much as many times as they want, but then when we get the gun, it's always a very limited amount, right? So that handgun has a certain number of shots from the time that we get it. The shotgun gets two shots once we get it. If they're limited, then they should also be limited for the enemies. This is not just a super hot problem. This is a video game problem throughout. Yeah, endless clips of ammo for the bad guys, yeah. But not for me. You talked about not cheap shotting you, but I will say they do spawn shooting quite a lot of times. So I might be standing waiting to take someone out because, as you said, the door where they're about to enter turns red and it's glowing and you can see that. So I'd be standing there waiting to take them out and as soon as they spawn, a bullet also spawns in action, which I feel is a bit of a cheap shot. Maybe. I also feel like sometimes the bullets that hit me, I'm a bit dubious as to the fact that they hit me because they seem kind of far from me. I'm not exactly sure how big I am. I think that's just a 3D kind of FPS problem where, yeah, even when I was playing it and you're like, that bullet isn't going to hit me. It's not. It's going to just scliff right past me. Oh, no, I'm dead. <laughs> it, it got me. Yeah, so the, the the hitbox, I've got no idea how big yeah, mm -hmm. your character, because your character seems to be really big. <laughs> <laughs> the bullets still move even when I'm trying to stop and look around. And that probably killed me more than anything in this game. Oh yeah, you have to remain, I mean, if you remain perfectly still without even like using, if you mouse around or if you, uh, if you um, turn to look, turning around to look, even station, if you're staying the same point, then time will still move as, as regularly. Yeah, you have to be completely static to, but even then the bullets still move millimeter by millimeter towards you. It's slow, but again, because we have such a hitbox, that is big and kind of undefined. I was often getting hit thinking that I was safe and looking at the next move to make. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. But I also found that what I really wanted to do was weave between these bullets. And sometimes I could make that work and sometimes I just couldn't. Again, the, the hitbox, but also because I'm trying to move slowly between them, the trajectory of the bullet as it's still coming my way stopped me. A lot of times I felt like I was penned in to the bullets when I feel like I should be able to move through them. Like through the empty path behind a bullet to stop the one that's in front of me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess in a sense, they're aiming into where they think you're going. Just like just like when we see the enemy running, he's slowly running off to the left. So we aim an inch to his left so that we can catch him. Maybe that's the same for what's happening to us. They're actually aiming in the direction that they think we're going. But 
yeah, I agree. It's sometimes those those, those bullets you you can see a clear path through it, and if time has stopped, then you should just like go zip right through it. But maybe it's just me not understanding three D space and stuff. I do think you're right. I thought about that as well. I also wondered if they had the same power that we do, and that is perhaps why they seem to be incredibly intuitive, even though I seem to be able to manipulate time at times the enemy also feels like they can do that same thing. So I could totally give you that if that's the case, but it was just frustrating to me. I also found it frustrating that we could jump but we couldn't crouch. Did you get the Mario achievement? I don't think I did. If you jump on their heads like a Koopa, you get, you get an achievement. Because you can kill them if you jump on their heads. Really? Yeah. Now I want to try that. <laughs> <laughs> what I found frustrating, though, again, was crouching. If I can jump and it's a 3D world, I feel like I should be able to crouch. And crouching under a bullet would have saved me a lot of issues. So this is the type of thing that I would like to see an improvement on. Mm. In, yeah. in future games. But that, that the scene that I think maybe even that you're talking about, that was in the original browser game that I played. The one with the long corridor where there's just two guys at the end and they're just firing down the corridor and you've got to make your way up to pick up mm-hmm. the gun and then get them. That is actually, that should, I think in the web game that was one of the first levels or it was an earlier level because it, that's quite a good tutorial because it's very simple it's a straight corridor with two guys at the end how do you get to them how do you kill them i like that level but yeah it's that's the one where you're trying to find paths through bullets to get to that gun so as soon as you get the gun you're in business but it's halfway between you and them that's certainly one of them but i was trying to do it a lot to be honest <laughs> i wanted to feel like i was in the matrix and that i could avoid bullets yeah One thing that bothers me about this game, as with many games, especially puzzle games, is the idea that I need to be perfect. I'm not perfect, and I get very frustrated with when it needs to be perfect. So the fact that we had zero hit points, at times that made the levels very, very frustrating. And that's the thing, like with the elevator, if you had one freebie hit, then you wouldn't have taken so long to get through it. But then again, that would reduce the game time quite a lot. And maybe that's also the idea. There's nothing more realistic than a game where when you get shot once, you're out of the game. So I get that. But I also couldn't take a punch because even if they punched me once, I was out of the game. It got to a point where I was just very, very frustrated. So that that's just my thing. I don't like having to be perfect. Yeah, well, I can understand that and it is frustrating. But I mean, that's essentially what, the, what this game is, isn't it? It's a roguelike that... You die over and over and over again until you, until you get it perfect. And when you do nail it, you get that reward. You know, they get that feeling of relief, like not doing that level again, you know. But then you end up having to do it again because I've, I've done some of the challenges and they're essentially just the same levels again, but with different things to do. And it's not a bad way to... I'm not really one for replaying to stuff. Well, we're both really similar on that. It's all about... Well, usually mostly about story for us. Multiplayer, I don't really care. And once you get to things like the challenges, unless they're really intriguing in some way. I mean, unless they opened up some kind of more story content, then I'd be in, but they don't. Because there are some games, I can't name them off the top of my head, where the endless modes and the challenges actually do give you little pieces of story, maybe stuff that just didn't make it into the final cut of the actual game. One other thing that I actually forgot to put in my notes, but because we talked about sheep shouting earlier, I will say that there are times where enemy bullets clipped through the wall and yes, shot me. that's true. So you did I, notice I've that, I've noticed right? that, yeah. 
It's not really cheap shot. There's, it's just basically something that should have been addressed. It's basically something that should have been addressed as they were play testing it. It should have been fixed. Especially and hopefully in, again, in the next one, that won't be. Yeah, in that office. Yeah, like, that's the, exactly. The cubicles, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I noticed it the most. That was a really hard level, that one. I was like jumping over cubicles, trying to get to people and like throwing briefcases around. And it was, it was rough. That was a, that was a hard one. But. That's where they, just before that, that's where they introduced that new mechanic, which is awesome. I'm sure that's in your notes. Where you get to teleport into people and take over their bodies. Ah, right. That was a late game mechanic that kind of gave me goosebumps when it first happened. It's like, whoa, this is something new. Not entirely different. You know, it's been done, it's been done before, but it added a completely new element because not before you were throwing guns and katanas and shotguns at people. Now you were throwing yourself into their bodies. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. It was cool. And it did play into the story in the fact that we don't need a body now because we can jump into others. I like the mechanic. I like the fact that it has a recharge so you can't just jump into everyone. One thing that really bothered me about the mechanic though was the fact that once you jump into a body, they instantly throw whatever they were holding. So, oh, I like that shotgun. Let me jump into that guy. Oh, that shotgun's gone. And a lot of times just gone. So it'll be thrown on the floor rather than actually used in a way. And sometimes when they would throw it, it would just be broken Yeah. as well. So it's out of the game. It's not even a matter of dropping, which I could understand if somebody's taking over your body and in the process you would drop something. But I'd like to think that I could then pick it up. But it would just be destroyed and gone. Yeah. And that leaves me now weaponless and having to recharge. So I had to constantly go into someone who was either close to something I wanted or could hide for a second, give me enough time to make my next move. Or you already have a gun, you throw the gun at that person, you teleport into their body, then you catch the gun that you just threw to yourself. I did not do that one. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. They did this in... Um, did you play Dishonored? No, I haven't yet. Ah, they did exactly the same thing. You can, like, jump into people's bodies and stuff. And, like, some of the deaths you can get in Dishonored are so funny because basically you fire a bullet, teleport into someone, move them in front of the bullet, teleport out of them into your own body again, then watch them. You can make people shoot each other themselves. You can make them shoot themselves. It's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, super hot. They, they also did that. And, it's uh, yeah, I thought it worked well. But I, fi- I found that the teleportation thing had to be quite precise. Uh, it wasn't a g- general area. You had to be centered on them completely. Yes, you couldn't. I don't even think you could aim at the head. I think you had to be aimed kind of center mass. Right? Yeah, I'll just jump in then. So, yeah, th- that was one of my complaints Like about it was that I, the game didn't flow as well as it had. It's, it had been flowing really well up until that point. Everything was so fluid. But the the body jumping mechanic, it wasn't up to speed on that because even just having them in your general range and maybe having them glow a bit more red or something like that and just say you're ready but to actually like you have to yeah basically you've got to focus on their chest and so if you're in the middle of doing something and swinging around and you should be able to get it if you're just looking at their feet or at their hand or at their head or whatever and that would make it a lot quicker and more fluid but yeah the one other thing that i would say is that the replay. Now, you love the replay. Yeah. And the fact that when you get the replay, you realize this level you maybe have just spent 10 minutes conquering is about 10 seconds in actual time. 
However, one of the things that bothers me about these replays is them constantly saying super hot over it every time. <laughs> I don't know why I like that. <laughs> I think maybe it's just me. Because I think if it annoyed people like it did me, then there would be an option to turn that off. <laughs> or other people would be complaining about that. But I don't hear a lot of that. I just hear me going, oh, again. Because it's very loud. It's very loud. And yeah, it doesn't stop. But yeah, I think that's the whole brainwashing thing, isn't it? It's just like they're... Because I mean, even the name, I don't know. I should really re have read up on that. Like, why is it called Super Hot? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Should we call it like Super Ultra Kill Switch, you know, or something? I don't know. But yeah, Super Hot. So maybe that's what some people type in their search engines. I don't know. And then they're looking for something else, but they find this this game. I don't know. So, uh, that's pretty much what I have for weaknesses. Did you have something else you wanted? To... Uh, no. No, 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 that's fine. Um, did you play Timberman? Did you play Timberman? No, I don't think so. Just... I think it's called Timberman or something like that. In the menu, I don't know if you... Because even the menu of this game is weird because it's like an old Commodore 64 kind of style menu. Um, the If you go into it, there's all these other things in there. There's pictures, there's other little sub-games. There's one game where you just have to climb up a tree and like avoid the branches and stuff. And I think they actually made that into a real game. but Or maybe it was originally a real game and they just, they just threw it in there. Yeah, there's a lot of weird Easter eggs in Superhot. Um, but yeah, I mean, my, my my only other negative point would be, um, yeah, the challenges in the endless mode. I did try them, but I lost interest. Some of them are decent, though. Like, the, the challenges are okay. The endless mode, I really get no, no interest in playing those. But uh, some of the challenges, you should try them, because they're interesting, at least. I mean, if you just like, want to play for some action, like, if you just... If you're not interested in well story because the story's finished, but if you're not interested in that, just yeah, have a go at the the challenges. They're decent. Getting nailed by the truck over and over again—that was annoying. <laughs> it's very interesting because I think this is one of the few games where we're struggling at different parts. The truck bothered me, but again, I think about four times and I had it uh -huh. because I just kept looking at the truck as I backed away, mm. and that gave me just enough time. What bothered me was. And, and I think any kind of game like this will bother me when I have to do the same thing over and over and over again. So making it through the truck didn't bother me. But having to do the truck part every time because I got shot by somebody else and had to get through that part to get to the part that's stopping me, that I found very frustrating. And I found that with this game a lot. I could kill the first three waves of enemies, but then it's that next wave that gets me, but I have to keep doing that same first part over and over again. And even though in real life it's 10 to 15 seconds in game time, me going through it, it takes a very long time. And that I found frustrating. The train level was like that for me as well. That was that was very annoying because, yeah, it was like baby steps, you know, you'd... You'd get to the first part and you'd be like, okay, this is the end. And like, no, there's more guys. And then you you died. And that train level over and over again. Not not the subway level. I love the subway level. That that was that's great. That's like some serious John Wick stuff right there. Um, but yeah, the one where you're actually on the train. Mm -hmm. That was ridiculously hard in some points. Like you had to teleport into some people's bodies. 
and I think that was one of the puzzles of this game that I don't think there's a lot of scope for different solutions. I think there was only one way to do that, and we're both not a fan of of that. We like to have multiple solutions. Yeah, but I think there was one way to do that, and that was it. That was another time where I found the shotgun being in the enemy's hands to be incredibly frustrating because the shots would come out in a semi-random pattern, and so avoiding multiple shotgun bursts was very, very difficult to do. In such and a confined space. That's exactly Yeah, that's exactly it. Because you have this kind of tunnel that you're working with, or a doorway that you're working with, it doesn't give you a lot of leeway. I found myself a lot of times doing this thing that I, I think I started doing on the train level and did in some others, where to get the shots to move past me, moving back and forth just a little bit out of their range... So I could get them out of the way so that I could actually move in and do something. But that was really frustrating and just annoying to have to do that. And to do that multiple times as I might get shot on the next part. Because I think I think an enemy came from behind me and I didn't know that. And then got shot and I went, oh, I've got to do the part where the guy gets knocked over by the tunnel. I've got to do the shotgun part again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That that's that scared me quite a lot. Actually, just playing with headphones, you think you've got the the, the situation under control, but you didn't realize that some guys just spawned right behind you because you're standing in the doorway. And then all of a sudden, you just take a bullet to the back of the head. Like, what? Where did that come from? Oh, this guy snuck up on me. So I would say, for me, overall, it is a really unique game, and it is overall fun. It has that factor. It has the fun factor, and it has that kind of insane level of things that you can do in the game that you can never be able to do in real life. And that's part of what I really like about a game. So despite it being very, very frustrating in parts, I would say overall, it's definitely worth playing. It is fun. And when the next bit comes out, I'm looking forward to that. And if they made a sequel to this further down the road, I would be interested in that as well. I think it is something special. I would just hope for a bit more story in the future because though I like the puzzle aspect, I feel like with more story, it would entice me even more. Uh, exactly. And this is why when Sword with Sauce came out, now you understand why I kind of recommended that to you because it reminded me of Superhot in a lot of ways. But that's exactly what Superhot doesn't have. Sword with Sauce is just a... It's not really got a story. It's just levels where you go around killing people. Which is probably why I didn't really play it for very long. Yeah, but I was kind of starving for something to play that was like Super Hot because I'd finished it and that came along. But yeah, there's no story. So I would like, yeah, a bigger story for Super Hot 2 or, or Mind Control Delete when it comes out. We'll see. Who knows what's, what's going to be. Recommended for sure. Gaps filled or more gaps created. <laughs>